everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am so excited to talk to you about this first habit for achieving true health, and it is intuitive and mindful eating. So this is something that I am super passionate about, and I think is a huge reason why we're in this whole health obesity mess that we're in. Because intuitive and mindful eating is honoring our bodies and understanding why we make choices that we make so that we can set ourselves up for success. I honestly don't think somebody can have a healthy relationship with food and be healthy unless they do intuitive and mindful eating. So just to get started, I first want to define what diet mentality is. So diet mentality is the belief that if we follow a controlled meal plan, label foods as good and bad, and restrict certain foods, we can achieve our ideal weight and health. This is a belief that Anyone can achieve any weight they desire, regardless of history or genetics, and it's just a matter of willpower. This mentality is pervasive in our society, and it results in weight cycling, changes in body composition, higher fat stores, decreased ability to recognize internal cues, a lower metabolism, low self-esteem, low self-worth, disordered eating, and a sense of failure. I don't know about you, but every single thing just listed sounds absolutely horrible. I personally have experienced many of those things because of diet mentality, and I feel very strongly that in order for us to shift the direction of health in our country and to start using food for nourishment and fuel, that we need to change the way we view food. So intuitive eating, this is the belief that our body knows what we eat. Okay, so we honor our hunger. We make peace with food. We challenge food police, which are people who say certain foods are good and bad and that you absolutely cannot achieve wellness with eating a specific food. We respect our fullness. We experience satisfaction with meals. We reward ourselves with things that aren't food. Embrace your body the way it is. Exercise for health and find balance in all areas of your life. Stemming from food, but then this can carry over to other areas. So intuitive eating is actually a very basic and simple process. It probably almost sounds too simple when I describe it to you, but here's the deal. Over decades of our lives, we have super busy schedules with priorities that are not around eating balanced, nutritious meals. Typically, we are so busy that we squeeze meals in wherever we can. Since childhood, we have been put on schedules saying that we have to eat at certain times, and so we quiet our hunger when it's not time to eat. And when it is time to eat, sometimes we have to eat even if we're not hungry, knowing that it will be quite some time before we're able to have food again. This is just part of being a human today. But unfortunately, when we do this too much and we actually start to quiet the hunger and satiety as a, a means of not having to listen to our bodies, but instead controlling it ourselves, we get into this place where we no longer know when we actually are hungry and we cannot hear when we're full. And this is the dilemma that I think we're in now. I have many patients who tell me they never feel hungry. I have other patients who tell me that they can never tell that they're full until it's way too far after they've actually been full and then they're stuffed and feel horrible. So you pair this with the idea that everyone has enough willpower to lose weight um, and that certain foods are good and bad. You can imagine the internal dialogue that goes back and forth about we should only eat when we're hungry, but I'm really hungry now, but you shouldn't be hungry now. It's not lunchtime, but I really am. Well, then that means that something's wrong with you or you're lazy or you're just craving something you don't actually need 
or you're bad because you had breakfast, you need to ignore that thought. And this goes back and forth. And so unfortunately, we get in our heads and it prevents us from actually listening to our bodies tell us what they actually need to survive and what they need at that moment. The perfect example of intuitive eating is when you look at a toddler. So toddlers know when they're hungry and when they're full. You cannot force a toddler to eat dinner if they're not hungry. It just is not happening. You maybe can try to manipulate them by bribing them with chocolate or dessert, but that is not the same thing as forcing somebody to eat. And usually, even with a bribe, kids will not stuff themselves because they, you know, after they've done it once, they realize it feels really horrible and they don't want to do it again. And so sometimes toddlers will eat tons of food. Like sometimes my two-year-old will eat more food than my husband, who is (laughs) 6'4". And other times my two-year-old will eat like a bird and barely anything all day. And what happens is when you actually graph intake of children, they've done this in studies, it shows that some days they have huge intakes and other days they're real small. And it's not the same every day yet their weight can be maintained or go on the appropriate trajectory for their age since kids are always growing. And so we need to stop telling ourselves that we're supposed to eat at certain times and certain amounts. We need to learn how to listen to our internal cues. So how do we do intuitive eating? Well, there is the intuitive eating scale, and um, I will link to a download that I have that has a diagram of this, but you can also just um, Google intuitive eating scale. But it's basically this numeric scale where you have to almost close your eyes and envision how full your stomach is. So one is you are beyond hungry. Like you have a headache, you're cranky, you're maybe even dizzy. You feel like you have not eaten in 24 hours and maybe you're doing intermittent fasting and you haven't. And so you are so hungry. 10 on the scale is the exact opposite. So this is when you are beyond full, like you are physically miserable. You probably ate for 10 minutes after or more after you knew you were full. Um, Your stomach hurts. You like don't want to move. You like have no interest. You tell yourself you're never eating again. You're so full. So what you want to do with intuitive eating is imagine how full your stomach is. So right now, if you close your eyes, please don't do that if you're driving, (laughs) but close your eyes and envision an empty circle in your stomach. So very simplistic. And you can do this with children too. Um, So an empty circle. And then imagine it being filled up with something. We'll just say beans because I've actually seen this in real life. Um, They make these dolls that have clear stomachs and they have so much bean inside them, um, like kidney beans or whatever. And then it helps kids see how full their stomach is. So I want everyone to use some imagery. So close your eyes. You see this circle and One is that stomach is completely empty. Like it may even be like kind of squeezing itself and cramping because it's so empty and it hurts and you feel horrible. And then slowly fill up that stomach. And as you get to points of the stomach, almost sense how full that would feel to you. So one was empty. 10 is when you get all the way to the top and it's so full, it's like busting at the seams, Um, like a shirt that has buttons and there's like the gaps because it's about to burst open. And so... I want you to try to visualize where different numbers on the scale would be on that. Um, And then also while you're eating a meal, I want you to think, how hungry am I? Now, clearly, if you haven't eaten for three hours, there's no food in your stomach. This is all just imagery, but it's to give you an understanding how hungry you are. And so then after you have visualized this, I want you to try using it the next time you feel hungry. So I want you to think, how hungry am I? And put a number to it. 
the goal is to eat when you are around a three to a four. So three is like, I need to eat. I'm able to control that. Like, so I don't like stuff my face full. <laughs> like I'm able to actually like prepare a meal and sit down. I'm not so hungry that I'm like ravenous. Um, and a four is, is kind of that point where like you definitely can eat. You're not like having hunger pains, but you definitely are hungry and you would like to eat. And then before you eat, note how hungry you are. I would recommend having like a little notebook or journal or something. And you literally can just put a, some sort of abbreviation. You decide, so B for breakfast, put a B, how hungry you are. And then I want you to eat. And then when you finish eating, I want you to check in and say, how full am I? Because sometimes we eat out of habit. So we'll prepare a meal and we'll tell ourselves, well, this is what I need. And when you finish, you might be really stuffed or you might still be hungry. And this messes with our minds because we feel like we should be able to perfectly control what we're eating every day. But like I said before, our minds are powerful and our bodies know what we need. This can change from day to day, hour to hour. And so what you should do is continue to note this throughout the day. Every time you feel hungry, note the number. Maybe you think you're hungry. It's a five. And so then you're like, well, I guess maybe I'm not that hungry. I'm not going to eat yet. Wait a half hour or an hour and then reassess. This process takes time. It sounds so simple, but if you have not listened to your hunger and satiety, you'll be shocked with how much you were ignoring um, and how much stimulus your body was giving you that you didn't realize. Okay. So this is intuitive eating. Mindful eating is a little bit separate, but ex extremely complementary. And I honestly don't feel like you can do intuitive eating healthfully without having mindful eating, especially in our society, because we are surrounded by triggers to eat all the time. Like if you live in a bubble and could control every advertisement you see and every food you're visualizing, this would not be as necessary. Um, but since we live in a world where people are making a lot of money on us eating their food eating lots of it, and not caring how full we are. So mindful eating is when you are present in the eating experience. So this is literally no distractions, at least early on. Um, as you become better at this, you can have distractions in the sense of like a friend is there at lunch with you. Um, but really no TVs, no screens, nothing that is going to distract you from being aware of what you're putting in your mouth, what that experience is like, and why you're doing it. So I, I look at mindful eating a few ways. So the first is to better understand why we have cravings. So if you are practicing intuitive and mindful eating, you might be sitting at your desk doing some work at eight o'clock at night because that's what we do, right? And so you might think, I'm really hungry right now. I could really use a cookie. So if you're intuitively eating, you're going to pause and ask, am I hungry? You're going to assess how hungry or full you are. Then if you're using mindful eating, you're going to assess why do I want a cookie right now? Do I actually want a cookie? Or do I think that eating this cookie will help numb me from the fact that I'm doing work at eight o'clock at night and I don't want to? Or it might help numb me from the fact that I had a really stressful day and I just want to do nothing right now. Or maybe it will give me the comfort that I needed because someone yelled at me today and I haven't dealt with how that felt. So mindful eating gets much deeper into your mind and figures out why you're choosing foods that you're choosing. Then after you understand that, you can make an informed decision. So let's say intuitively you are a little hungry. You're like a four, so you could eat a snack. You could also wait. You might not be okay, but you decide I am hungry. Then you take the mindful piece. You assessed why you want a cookie. 
you assess how that cookie will make you feel afterwards. Because I can guarantee if you are in diet mentality and you're acknowledging that you're eating this cookie because of some emotional component, you will probably feel guilty for eating it. Now, I'm not trying to say that you need to feel guilty for eating it, but I'm saying if you still are deeply ingrained in diet culture, that will likely happen. So you're hungry, you want to have a cookie. You understand you're doing it for an emotional reason. You have two choices. The first choice is to eat the cookie. If you do that, it is fine, but you need to promise yourself you are not going to chastise yourself for the fact that you just ate a cookie for an emotional reason. You are going to enjoy every single bite of that cookie. You are not going to work as you shovel it in your mouth. You're not going to eat it in front of the pantry. You are going to put it on a plate, sit down at a desk with no distraction, or sorry, not a desk, at a table (laughs) with no distractions, and you will savor every bite of that cookie. And it will be the best cookie you've ever eaten. And that will give you that emotional balance that you needed from that cookie. And then you can move on. Because seriously, people, one cookie is not going to hurt anyone. Now, the, the negative self-talk that goes along with eating that cookie and not doing it mindfully, that will hurt everyone because that is a habit that our children pick up on and gets carried on for generations and is permeating our society right now because lots of people I can guarantee lots of people can say yes I have stood in front of a pantry and ate food because and I ate it as fast as I could because I didn't want anyone to catch me or I grabbed something some ice cream from the freezer and I ate it out of the carton the next thing I knew it was gone this is a common problem and no one talks about it so we all are filled with shame And that's not okay. (laughs) And so if you're using food for emotional support, that's fine. Acknowledge you're doing it. And at some point you might decide that you want another coping mechanism that's not food. But the key is to acknowledge the presence and understand it's okay. Because shame breeds in the dark. And when we bring light to it, it no longer can grow. That's what helps chip away at it so that we can start to heal ourselves. Okay, that was kind of a soapbox, but (laughs) we'll go back. Clearly, I'm very passionate about this. The second thing that you had to choose from, so you were going to decide if you were going to eat it or not. You realized it was for an emotional reason. You either choose to do it or you're not. So you choose to do it. We already talked about that. You decide to eat something else. So now you, what you are doing is you're being aware of your feelings and you're choosing an alternative. So at this point, your choice is to you know, eat because you said you're hungry, you need something to eat, and you'll choose something nourishing. So what is going to make your body feel good? What do you feel good after you eat? Not emotionally feel good, but your body still feels light and it feels healthy and it feels like you nourished yourself. You choose that. Or since you were a four, you don't necessarily have to eat. It's nighttime. You might have decided, I really don't think I need something right now. If that's the case, what are you going to do instead? Because that emotion was still there and you still need to address it. So this takes the mindful eating to another level where you need to develop some coping skills for the emotions that you were using food for and you'll sub them for something else. So maybe this would be a guided relaxation for five minutes or maybe this will be journaling or something that gets you in tune with how you're feeling and why it was that you had that urge. So This was just one example, but mindful eating carries throughout our entire day. So it's the reason why you choose certain foods at certain times of the day. Um, And I just want you to be aware of why you're choosing or craving something. The second piece to this um, with mindful eating, one is the understanding why we choose things. The other is enjoying the experience of eating because let's face it, 
Eating is pleasurable. They've done brain scans and there's a dopamine surge when you eat food that tastes good. So what I want you to do is actually enjoy the experience. Don't just shovel it in your mouth. Okay. So every bite, savor it, pay attention to the colors and the textures and legitimately enjoy every bite. Like almost like those commercials where people are like orgasmic as they eat food. So I want you to just, you don't have to do that unless you really want to, but I I want you to just think about how this is pleasurable and enjoyable and honor it for what it is. Because when you allow yourself to have that experience, this, this feeling that you're bad because you ate a certain way goes away. And suddenly you realize that this is normal human behavior and that just no one talks about it. And so what I want you to do is to just try to set aside your beliefs around diet culture and focus on understanding why you choose what you choose and how you can better be in tune with your body. And when you do these two things together, you're able to honor your body for what it needs and you'll be shocked. There will be times when you midway through the best hamburger you've ever had and you pause and you think, I have enjoyed this thoroughly, but I'm full. And if I go any further, I'm going to feel sick and it might start trigger that negative self-talk I used to have. So I need to stop. And I have a choice to ask for a box to take it home or just get rid of it. So You'll be amazed that that will start to happen because it would be a moment you would never have imagined before, especially if you grew up with the Clean Play Club. I know I have a gold star for that. (laughs) Um, And so it has been ingrained in us to finish everything. I want you to pause. If it takes you five extra minutes to eat your meal, but you can do it mindfully and intuitively, you will be healthier in your health, in your family's health and friend's health and everyone around you who will see this and be shocked and want to model it. Everyone's health will be better because of that five minutes. Okay. All right. This is the end of the uh, first habit for intuitive and mindful eating. I'm so excited about this topic. And if you want to learn more, I will leave a link to um, a challenge I did over the holidays that I created a workbook for. So you can download that workbook um, and start practicing some of these habits. And if you have questions you'd like me to go over further, please send them to me. I'll put a link down at the bottom of the show notes of how you can get in touch with me, but send them over and I would happily... um, do another talk on this based on what your questions are. So just let me know how I can help you. Can't wait to talk with you next week. Take care and be well. While I make every effort to broadcast correct information, I am still learning. The views expressed on this podcast are solely my own, based on extensive experience and research. The views of this podcast are not those of any organizations that I am currently or previously affiliated with.
If you have any concerns about views or opinions expressed in this podcast, please contact me directly at lynn.stiff at nutritionhealthlife.com. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another, and I am simply presenting my views on how to use diet and lifestyle approaches to improve your health. By listening to this podcast, you agree to not use this podcast as medical advice or to treat any medical conditions that either yourself or others are experiencing. Please consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Do not ignore or delay obtaining professional medical advice because of information accessed or otherwise obtained from or on behalf of Nutrition Health Life LLC or Lynn Stiff MD.